Good morning, everybody. We're here, uh, episode seven of Enough. I'm here with my co-host Scott. Hello, team. How are we doing, everybody? Uh, you guys ready to laugh? I just thought that was the post. I missed it completely. All right, ready? Give me another chance. Go. All right, we're here. We're going to talk about the Oscars. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Big day here on Enough, episode seven. Nailed it. Bang! Hit the post. Wow. Second try, though. You and Bruce together. Powerful vocals. Let's let this run for a second. The song rules. Alright. This is terrible background music. It's too powerful. You know what isn't terrible background music? A little George Michael. Oh. I've been listening to this song a lot lately. I'm thinking about... uh, You love a soft interlude. Which I assume this is. This is not more of the, uh, one of the peppy ones. Ooh. I love how fucking delayed my Sonos is. Hey, guess what? It's like a $3,000 system with all the shit I have. Let's get it to work when I want it to work. It's like, could you? If, so, you, if you would, you should. First thing I want to talk about, I'm just coming right out of the gate swinging, wow. is this new Seth Rogen movie with Charlize Theron. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of him. You're out on him. I'm out, and 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 I I, I'm, like, I'm not out, out. But I'm like I'm 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 half out. I mean, I'm a fan. I feel like he hasn't been the star of a movie in a bit. He's been doing a lot of behind the camera work. Well, what? A, don't you think that this whole concept of like Seth Rogen just chuckling <laughs> his way into sleeping with a pretty woman is just knocked up again? Yeah, it is kind of like a half it's the same premise. Thing. It's like, could you even believe it if Seth Rogen fucked Charlize Theron? I mean, wow. Yeah, that is like the entire setup. That's of it. it. That's the whole fucking movie. And, and she's like a spy or something. Ugh. Some sort of spy element. I like her more when she's not sexy. Like, I'm, I enjoyed Tully. I yeah. enjoyed Monster. I, we all love Monster. Young adult, even though Young she's sexy rules. in that. But not she's, really. She's like she's grittier. Like a mess. Yeah. As long as she's a mess, I'm okay. I don't need her to be ugly. That's a good call. Yeah, the Jason like, Reitman, I, I Charlize want her to Theron. Be, like, not together. Yeah. I dig that. She can do it all, though. She's a... Uh, I'm a fan of her, even though she does a lot of turkeys, but everybody does. Yeah, everybody does. Uh, do we want to do a little Oscars recap for the fans? Sure, after that's our... probably necessary. Go, let's hit a note of yours, a note of mine. We'll go back and forth. So, ba, ba, ba. Yeah. what do you got? I mean, I was this is kind of fucked up, but I was kind of captivated by that that Star Is Born performance. What did you like about it? It was, <laughs> it was like really well shot and like well lit. Even though this? that sounds fucked up. It was it was good. It was like a whole thing. Yeah, what am I doing with this? Throw that in the trash. Oh, trash. It's done. <laughs> Guys, you're li- witnessing the, the... I'm throwing out my AirPod holder. Mm. Um, we got an AirPod guy. You liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. And I still haven't seen the movie, but I was like, this, this is really a hell of a performance. It's really working on me. It was... Uh, that was good. The uh, What else happened at the Oscars? Your boy Green Book won Best Picture. I, I was pulling for that. I Green Book and um, Glenn Close were my hmm. dogs in the fight. And yeah, big snap. I was not expecting Green Book. And big I was for ex- Glenn. Yeah, I was shocked by that. Yeah. Olivia Coleman won. She had a fun, charming speech. She seemed like genuinely surprised. By I couldn't it. have paid attention to it less hmm. if it were like a family member having sex. Like I <laughs> tuned out completely. Good bit. Uh, what else won? I can't even remember. 
I mean, Welcome to Marwin got completely snubbed. I guess the Academy <laughs> just didn't even see that movie, but that's cool, I guess. Yeah, I guess Steve Carell, uh, I, to be honest, I thought Beautiful Boy would get a little something, even Beautiful though it was kind Boy? of a piece of trash. Yeah, I, was, I watched it in the theaters by myself, and then I watched it again on Amazon Prime. and it. Wow, like, a rewatch? I watched it twice, yeah. I would never watch that again. I don't know. It's relatable for me, because I've had like, okay, a similar fair. situation in my life with the with the drugs and mm. what have you. I don't know. I thought it was that was an okay movie. It, it felt okay. like it was like 37 hours long when I was watching it. It was just like it a, drags so, a, a sob story, like cover to cover. I actually did think Carell was decent in it, though. He was like miscast, but also strong. He's a, he, right. Like Does that a, make sense? He was out of place, but he did the best that he could. Yes. Like he, he made, the, he made uh, good of a bad situation. Hmm. It was a fucking very difficult situation. What the fuck? Um, let's think. Yeah, other stuff. One. What else? You other got? things. Because yeah. I want to. You know what I want to talk about. I yeah. have two priorities today. We got a big top story. The fans are gonna want to buckle up. We got a good movie and a bad movie. That's like a sandwich I want to do every week now. Good movie, bad movie. Yeah, that'll be a segment like turkey. One dog's going one way, the other one's over here. Turkey now. with a delicious dessert. Got a nice or head something. of white hair. We'll we'll think of a fun name for it. Um, yeah, the Oscars, I can't think of anything else from them, so I guess we're done with that. I heard Rami Malek fell down the stairs on his way. Yeah. How did I How not did see that? that? Yeah, yeah, that sucks. I saw someone bidding that. It's like, give me that video. There's Don't, like, tell better. me about it. I nothing want... better than a tumble. Yeah. Him, like, being all serious, like, um, yeah, so, uh, and then just having a good, a good spill. I can't stand that guy. It's yeah, like, how he's... do you simultaneously look... 13 and 57 at the same time <laughs> that's spot on like i just wanted to like hit him in the face with a sledgehammer and shatter both of his orbital sockets so they could never work again interesting is that a threat <laughs> are you threatening rami malik here on the show wow never 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 no but um, he everyone's talking like he won everything and uh people are saying he's going to be like the next bond villain which just seems like such an obvious like hacky decision like you can picture it because it's and like just with like Idris Elba as Bond and him, like it's just such an unwatchable nightmare. Yeah, Daniel Craig's doing one more at least, so it'll be. I don't him think he's very good as Bond either. Enough. No, he's a snooze. And he's like sixty-three years old. But Rami Malek should play Jaws, the famous Bond villain. I was, uh, I was tweeting to that effect, and some people seem to agree. So now I'm telling the fans. Black eyes, lifeless eyes, like a doll's eyes. Like a doll's eyes. No distress signal had been sent. <laughs> I is go chief. back from tail to fin. What's that guy's, that character's name again? Uh, Creasy? <laughs> oh, Creasy. No, I think you're thinking of Denzel Washington and Man on Fire. <laughs> I can see on my coffee. see why you'd confuse those. Uh, we were talking about how Sheen is back. The winning stuff. Winning? Especially, yeah, that's back. I'm full of tiger's blood. Folks, it's all back. We'll find out this week at my doctor's appointment when I get my HIV test if I have some tiger's blood in it. This isn't even funny. Why would we? I use condoms, folks. This isn't even a real conversation. But the tiger blood stuff is funny. There's still something about Charlie Sheen that I find very endearing, and I don't really know what it is because it, like, it seems like he's a real piece of shit. He's a real piece of he's a piece of work, at the very is least. Is Martin Sheen alive? Go back up. He's he's very much still we need alive. Need you, pal. 
He's alive. Well, he's dead. He's too loud. He's dead in the Departed universe. He famously uh, falls to his death wearing a green jacket. Do you remember that scene? I don't. I'd, you'd have to refresh my memory. Oh. I haven't really seen that movie that many times. Wow. It's kind of weird you don't remember that, but yeah, that's fair. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think winning is back, and I think we should get shirts <laughs> that say winning and just fully embrace the whole deal. Yeah. Now that I yes. haven't heard it in like three plus years, that's yeah. when I get in on things. Remember when we saw him live? I do. We paid wow. $15 for those tickets wow. at the Ganis Arena with my brother. Yes. And we had people sitting what behind up, us Bo? who paid hundreds. Yeah. That was awesome. That guy, like, I paid $100 a seat. I don't oh, know. Well, you're an idiot, sir. Yeah, I can't even remember that. This that's... is definitely not a planned event. This is a spontaneous <laughs> laugh. I've never seen anyone on a stage with less material than Charlie Sheen doing that show. Just sitting there in the easy chairs with Simon Rex playing clips from yeah. his... This is yes. like a, a tie-in. Because yeah. I watched Platoon last night. That's how we got to talking about this. Platoon go. sucked, by the way. Yes, that's what I was saying. Well, very I, very I'd overrated. Never I'd never seen it. Very <clears> overrated <throat> war movie. And People Scotty's put it opinion. up there with like Deer Hunter and Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. And like, no. It's a snooze. <laughs> Those are two of my... Like, uh, Deer Hunter's a little slow and boring, but Full Metal Jacket's the best war movie of all time. That's probably fair. Challenge I've that. never seen Deer Hunter, but I'm a big Full Metal it's, Jacket guy. Deer Hunter has, like, a couple of awesome scenes, mm. but, like, all throughout uh, Full Metal Jacket rules. Yeah. But, yeah, Platoon, I don't know how it got... Super boring. And supposedly Up in, up in the Pantheon with those. Supposedly what, sorry? I stepped on you. Keep going. No, I just... I can't even, like, remember... I watched that movie like a year or two ago. I can't think of anything from it to even reference. Like Willem Dafoe dying, like throwing his arms up, the famous the shot. Yeah. yeah. You mainly just remember that because it's the poster and the DVD cover. I remember noticing that as it was happening. Like, oh, the poster. And, yeah. Oh, the post. Why don't we just talk about the post? I didn't <laughs> see it. I won't see it. What about the fact that... I uh, want to be new. I haven't seen a lot of people talking about this, so this is... That just hit me. It took a second. Fuck you, lady! <laughs> you old, desperate, pathetic drug addict! You're a lonely, old, desperate, pathetic drug addict! Ooh, that was the slight butcher bandit live on the show, and I like it. No, but uh, this might not be real, because I haven't seen enough people complaining about it, which, if it was real, I feel like I would. Rain Wilson is supposedly playing uh, Uncle Junior in that Sopranos prequel movie. Rain Wilson, who played Dwight from The Office, if fans aren't familiar. And it's just like, why, why would you... I wrote this down too, this, yeah. This can't be true. It's like, could you imagine a more distracting person? Like, you're already trying to buy someone playing a character you know, like Uncle June, what the fuck. And then you're going to make it Dwight from The Office, just to make it like a... Like, not even have a chance? It seems... Ugh, that's a fucking guaranteed tur Do we have the turkey sound effect this week? Oh, yeah, I gotta find it. Yeah. We're gonna need to... Give go me a second. We're gonna start gobbling a bit. Because... Again, this might not be true. I feel like the internet would be a buzz if this was truly true. But, I mean, I saw it. I saw some intel. And then the doom bell... <laughs> There we are. That's for, you. That's for the Sopranos prequel and Rain Wilson. I have so little interest in the Sopranos. Let me go to my Sopranos prequel notes, because... You got some side notes? I do. Get in there. We don't need Olivia story. Like, no. her dying in real life while they were filming the, the show was a blessing in disguise. Like, mm. it made... Like, the whole first and second season, the storyline of her... 
it was funny like when she drove her car into somebody or something but like other than that she was a terrible character like a rotten old bag yeah boring storyline she was funny i thought a lot of her stuff was over the top i always thought her trying to kill tony was over the top like oh you're killing your son like you're not even Didn't involved even in the mob yeah. like what 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 are you doing she has a few like awesome quotes like like Lord, take me now. Or yeah. Like, like other than that, stab me here in my heart. <laughs> yeah, like. No, she was a funny character, but I agree. If if she didn't die, she probably never would. She probably would have been part of the show till the end. I assume. Them I don't CGIing know. her into that final ep. That scene is so distracting and not I'd rather good just looking. Finnerty over and over again. <laughs> Finnerty. Where's my briefcase? I am Kevin Finnerty. I feel like I have a good affinity. You do. Where's, I'm just looking for my briefcase. I don't, I didn't do your, your, your air conditioning system. And then it's like, what the fuck? I'm fucking dying here. Cause I fucking pussy my leg now. What the fuck? Um, yeah, Rain but Wilson, yeah. you hit that already. That's gonna be turkey town. Uh, James Gandolfini's son to play young Tony? Yeah. Hate that. Yeah, it's a charming choice, but probably a bad choice. Like it's yeah like, like has oh, he like, been in anything else? No, he's not an actor. His father oh. was. I mean, this kid. We'll see if he has chops. I don't have a lot of faith in his chops. I'm not even gonna see it. Yeah, I'm out. I'm uh, over. It. David Chase did a great job with the like the best show ever, mm. and he's gonna ruin it with the movie. Yeah. And it'll probably have a two and a half hour runtime, and we'll see it. And There's no way that's like a story interesting enough, worth making after all this time, and to like tarnish the legacy, etc., etc. It's a, uh, it's a big misstep. <sighs> yeah, it's upsetting. Et cetera, to say et I was, I noticed that dirty. I noticed that Rick Moranis is unverified on Twitter. I thought that was pretty fucked up. I mean, he hasn't done anything. That's true. Let's he, fa- be he famously retired from the biz to raise his children. You know what I'm after wondering? After his wife's like, passing, but I mean, this guy's a proper legend. He should be verified. He has well, like nine thousand followers. He's like a nobody. Well, I mean, yeah, you quit movies and then twenty years later, what do you expect? <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but it's, it's nobody, Moranis. Nobody remembers my illustrious uh, career as a blockbuster employee. <sighs> I'll never forget my three-hour shift after <laughs> you got me that gig. Thank you for Colin, Blackbuster. Dawn, like, I gotta get you out of here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I do often forget that that happened. You did have Three a... Three hours. You were a Blockbuster employee. You know, I, had, thing, like, I never got into whether or not they were going to give me health insurance, and that actually mm. makes me think about... I was in the same boat, and I worked there for, like, eight years. <laughs> well, the funny thing about health insurance is sometimes you don't really know how it works, and you could really use somebody, especially with this, if you have your own wow. small business, you could use some help with that. Wouldn't you agree? Folks, take notes. You're listening to the king of the segue. Go on. Uh, there's somebody that can help you out with health insurance. It's a company called Benefix, and Benefix empowers carriers, brokers, and small businesses through our simple no sweat there no simple uh yep You're no sweat it. software <laughs> by offering a digital platform to manage small group benefits carriers can streamline distribution agents can run quotes and roll groups in a matter of minutes instead of days and small businesses can focus on getting back to work which is where we need them to be working. yes benefits benefits <clears throat> stop your mess messing it up fuck did i fuck it Benefix guarantees 100% accuracy, efficiency, and increased ROI. Technology should be invisible and make your work better, even fun. Benefix does just that. And had that happened for me at Blockbuster, maybe I would have stayed there. I agree. He's back. (laughs) 
The uh, also blockbuster wise, I found all my old like polo work shirts recently. Can I have one? Yes, and I probably mentioned this before. I'm gonna start wearing them again and set the fashion world ablaze. Just really be like cool and dope about it, like this song. This is one of my favorite songs ever. Who is this? This is Wu Tang Clan. Oh, very cool. I know about the Wu Tang Clan. Are you a part? I'm uh, a fan. Yeah. I'm more of a uh, D12 guy, but you know, hep. I can, uh, my alliances can shift cut wise. Hank, you're watching Whiskey Cavalier, and uh, you think it's terrific? Is that correct? Uh, I can't say that that's an accurate statement, but tell me more about what you know of Whiskey Cavalier. <laughs> Whiskey Cavalier. I haven't seen it. They, they're fucking promoting the shit out of it. And uh, they're promoting it as, like, this isn't your daddy's spy show. Like, we got cool. we got Scott Foley over here. Like, we're having fun. How does he... We talked about this. How does he keep getting work? Yeah. He's he had, ha- like, nine shows. Enough with Scott Foley. How many chances... He's getting, like, a Matthew Perry amount of chances with new different shows. This is insanity. When will it stop, folks? I'm off mic. Well, the thing about that that doesn't make sense is, like, Matthew Perry had Friends, mm. which was, like, a mega show. It's and true. he was probably the best character on that show. Chandler Scott Bain. Foley was, like, a side character on, on a mediocre show <laughs> that, based around, that was entirely based around... Um, Carrie Russell. There it is. Yeah. And she was the show. Yeah. It's and, right there in the title. And it was pretty much a female-skewed show that... Let's, I gotta look up how many seasons it had, unless you know off the top of your head. But I, I don't, don't think it was more than three or four. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess four. I'm gonna say five, just yeah. to challenge you. That's back when shows didn't go on like forever and ever. They just fucking they knew when to cool it down. Show me it's four. You were right. Ooh, nailed it. <coughs> Scott Foley, you've been canceled. So yeah, Friends had like fifty. So mm. there's one thing to give. Friends had a cool ten. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And to give, like, a guy who's charismatic and funny and carried a show for ten seasons a couple of chances on network shows, like, sucks, but it makes little sense. And, like, Mr. Sunshine was the biggest piece of shit I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> yeah, so I was just going to bring that one up. And then what was the... I can't remember. We look up Perry real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, Because they had... They tried, like, year after year. Like, Mr. Sunshine came out, got canceled. Then, like, the next season, they're like... Here's another one that's like basically the same but has a different title. Him all fucked up on Oxycontin just coming back into those office meetings like at Universal. Like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> love, like, love you, bud. <clears throat> love you, Matt. Itching himself. Um, like, fuck. IMDb works way better in the app than... Holy shit. You're on, you're on the odd, do you remember he was on The Odd Couple? Ooh, yes. I mean, no, but thank go you for remembering might be that. what you were thinking of. It is, and please go on and read me more from Matt Perry's IMDb. Mr. Sunshine. That was one season, yes. and then they chopped it. They did 13 episodes, and then it was done. The Odd Couple was probably like Studio 60 on. on the Sunset Strip is what you were thinking of wow. also. I watched yes. every episode of that and every oh. episode of Mr. Sunshine. Oh, shit. That's a reveal. That's a double reveal. We should change the name of the podcast to Reveals. Yeah. And get Jack on the mic. Yes. I think those are two great ideas. But yeah, I'm like reeling from that double reveal. Every episode of Studio 60. I've never seen like a second of that show. I just know it came out the year of 30 Rock. Everyone thought 30 Rock was going to fail and that was going to be like the new was show. Was it a lead-in or were they on opposite but, networks? I can't remember. Opposite networks. CBS they, was, was Studio 60. Yeah, they were both shows about like 
the behind the scenes of a Saturday Night Live type show. And uh, everyone hated Studio 60. And 30 Rock was like something of a hit. But uh, Matt Perry, and I think it's been so long, they should maybe give him another chance. Maybe one more chance. Mm. <laughs> Hanks out on mm. it. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Matt Perry, you've been gobbled. Yeah, Matt Perry's a turkey maker. Turkey maker! Do you want to get into our reviews for the week? I got some reviews. Um, do, you, do you want to lead in with your top story? Or should I My just top start? story is, uh, since we're just, circle back to the Oscars really, really quick, I just yeah. want to bitch about the wife not winning anything. <laughs> the wife. <laughs> My still, wife. Still fun. I'm still having fun with that. Um, I just, it pisses me off. I didn't expect the movie to win anything, like, based on the fact that... The reason I think Glenn lost, and all this is what I wanted to go over, and then I'll drop it. I won't talk about the wife anymore. Oh, I love talking, Glenn. Please go on. Well, I just, I think that it didn't make it because of the, the supporting cast that she was left to work with. Like, Jonathan mm. Price was mediocre, and the kid who played her son, I don't even know his name because he's not... I'm curious now. But he, he was awful, and he had that scene with the dry cry, and he's just like, he's just a complete dullard, and he's acting like a child. Love a dry as cry. As like a 30-year-old man, and it just, the whole movie felt unbelievable. That's something that happens a lot in movies. Correct. Where people will complain, like, when someone's really good, but Max er- everything surrounding the them is bad, and like the movie itself is bad, but someone's good in it, she or was, vice versa, this, right. this can happen. Well, if you look at the kid Max Irons, who plays her son, is he Jeremy Irons' fucking son? Just going to ask the exact question. I Simon says he this probably makes so is. Much more, he is, yeah. Of course he is. God damn. Well, he was it. born in London. Like, it could be a coincidence, but why couldn't like Joe Pantoliano be our dad so we could have an in for all these turkeys? Don't tell Ving. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Ving. Love you, Dad. But uh, I love, I love Joe. I love you, Dad. Too. I love you, Dad. Oh. <laughs> Why doesn't it... You know how they do the trivia where they tell you the name and everything? See full bio. Here we go. Ba-ba-ba. Yeah, he's Jeremy Irons' son. And Simon he a, says... He's he a fucking model for Burberry, and, like, he's a nobody. My, he's, he's, my yeah, Burberry coat, mate. Mate. <laughs> oh, London. I'm a champagne problem. Mm. So... That, that explains everything. So Jeremy Irons' son gets a little nepotism work, and he mm. fucking torpedoes the whole movie, as far as I'm concerned. That stuff happens like, you know, everyone knows that stuff happens, but it happens to a degree that's, like, laughable. The kid who was in that new movie, The Kid Who Would Be King, which is some, like, charming, like, Merlin movie, he's Andy Serkis's son. Who's Andy Serkis? Like, the guy who did Gollum and the apes, like... Oh, like, the freaking... Uh, motion capture guy yeah or whatever you call exactly, it exactly yeah he wears the freaking suits yeah his son is like now a worker it's just like why is you know I don't know it's kind of lame but it is what it is I think we're just jealous but that's okay <laughs> fuck you're totally right should I listen to an 11 hour book by Doug Stanhope uh yeah I did which was it the this one this is not fame no I, I want to hear that that's his newest one I heard the one about his mom and has like a lot of gambling stories. I listened to that audiobook. It's great. Uh, anyway. I'm a, a stand Oh, the guy. wife, the wife, the wife. The wife, yes. Yeah, that's it. That was all my notes. <laughs> okay, dope. But so fuck that. Fuck Jeremy Irons. So we're getting into our review corner where we talk about the turkeys we've taken in in this past calendar week. Uh, I saw Alita Battle Angel. 
which was a rollerblading robot romance directed by Robert Rodriguez. Ooh, that was a lot of R stuff. That was fun. But uh, it was not good. I didn't care for it very much. It, uh, I think it tanked. I don't think anyone else saw it. Anyone? What's it called again? Alita Battle oh, oh, Angel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alita Battle Turkey. But uh, it was very weird and fucking long and I don't know. Fucking, what's I, have his, what's his I face? hate animated anything. Mahershala was in it as the bad guy and played like a laughably over the top stupid bad guy. Like his name's Vector and he has like these silly shades on. It's just funny, like he just won his second Oscar and he's in this movie as Vector. Like, oh, hello, yes. What are the stuff? Mahers- I feel like Mahershala slid into some pretty serious roles right out of the gate. I don't know. And he already has all these like modeling campaigns and like his career is kind of like, it's as if he just cherry picked himself two Oscars. Yeah. And it is funny how the Oscars are like a joke, how like whoever wins, they just put them in like whatever the next biggest thing is, like Rami Malek winning, and then they're like, oh, you're the next Bond villain, obviously. Like, you've got to be. You just won the Oscar. This is how these things work. Yeah, a perfect, perfect example for a movie that was a. Uh, mediocre in every capacity except the soundtrack just carrying it through they're going to use that as an example to make him the next big thing sure yeah I, I saw online someone describe that movie as a two hour long TikTok and I was like wow is that spot on and fucking sound skewering I haven't been able to watch a TikTok in a while they make me oh, shiver yeah. they're terrible I barely know what they are but I know enough to get that that's a good reference it's people like lip syncing the cuts online it replaced Vine, which is a shame, because Vine was uh, very fun. Other reviews that I have, I also saw Cold Pursuit, the new Liam Neeson vehicle. Yes, that one. And uh, it was also not good. I thought it had a cool title, Cold Pursuit, you know, like Hot Pursuit. Me but, and Liam, man. But, but it's We're him. We're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> it's him driving around a snowplow killing people so I'm like cold pursuit I was like that, that's that's fun but the you movie you near to that shit with me you pull your piece <laughs> out on the lane I'm gonna take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the trigger till it goes click do you appreciate me stomping all over you with Lebowski quotes Jesus man I'm gonna chime in as, with Neeson as Lebowski uh, I guess no but uh, it was keep a, going sorry it was a bad movie and he had uh it had like a weird tone. I was liking it for a while, and then like it got really boring, and I hated it. Like he's, it's trying to be like I don't know how to explain it. It's like a joke. It knows it's a joke, and it has like a like a, a lot of gallows humor. Like he's killing guys with like a sawed-off sniper rifle, but I don't know. What do you give it out of ten? It's like a five. It's a five. It's it's a like, I, that's the worst type of movie too. Like yeah, the movie I want to discuss, I'd give it a one. Yeah. Maybe a two, and it's either I want to watch a movie that's a one or a two, or an eight, nine, or a ten. Like, in anywhere in between, it's like, what yeah. did I just do this for? Five's like a non rating. Like, it just came and went. Like, it passed through me, leaving no. No impression. Fuck. It yeah. didn't make you laugh because it was so bad. There was nothing funny about it. Nothing. Yeah. Should I talk about my turkey or my movie that I liked first? Um, turkey, but just one more thing oh, yeah, about yeah, Cold go. Pursuit. The. Emmy Rossum is in this movie. And I guess this is why she's leaving Shameless, so she can play, like, the seventh lead in cop movies starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> it's just... I saw her and was just I like, almost oh. just spit water out. Like, oh, cool. I love when you talk... <laughs> That's one of your favorite... My favorite things that you do is, like, attack people for how far back they are on the cast list. Mm. <laughs> 
That's a, that's a fun one. Yeah, she goes from probably like a hundred grand an episode to yeah, to being just like a nobody. Like she plays a cop in the movie who has like ten lines, and it's just like leaves nothing, no impression on anything. She should just do Even Stevens again. <laughs> yes, that's a joke because that wasn't her. Emmy. But yeah, get who into, your, get into your turkeys. I'm forgetting her name now. All I, I don't know even Stevens as well as you did. I remember Shy and Beans. That's all I got. She, some other girl looks just like her, and I'm never going to remember her name until like tomorrow night when it's useless information. I'm um, I watched a pretty big turkey yesterday, a movie with Army Hammer called Mine. 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 You're mine. But it was... It You're was mine. It was very bad. And it's basically the whole concept of the movie is it's some Marines in, I guess, Afghanistan. Mm. And Army Hammer and his buddy are walking through the desert. They get into, like, a firefight. They separate from their platoon. And then they're trying to find this village. And I'm just going to spoil the entire movie because it's a total piece of shit. If you watch it, you're a stupid person. I I do think it has a cool setup for a movie. It could be, yeah. Like a guy, he he steps on a landmine and then is like, oh, I can't move and has to, like, formulate a plan while standing on a landmine. Well, it isn't. And they did everything wrong. Go on. They basically... Uh, there's like a the whole movie takes place like the, the army's buddy there dies really quickly on so it's just Poor army kid. hammer the whole movie does he blow like, up does he step on a proper his landmine buddy does yeah Ooh. and blows his legs off and then bleeds to death so I, at first I'm like this could be alright it's kind of fun exciting and then they just have all these like dumb thinly veiled metaphors like there's like these young Afghani children that come up to him and like one of them hands him like a plastic army man for the kids and like as that's happening I'm like okay so she's handing him the army man that has something to do with the ending Mm. it's foreshadowing and then that led into I'm just going to spoil it he's he's not standing on a landmine he's standing on a tin of army men Mm-hmm. And then he like moves at the very end, and there's all these like weird flashbacks of like him getting abused by his father and like getting into fights and like, it's like they're trying to like do anything they can to keep you hooked for the whole hour and a half. Yeah, and it just it's, it's like so bad. It's like phone booth, like a high concept. Like this guy's in one place, <laughs> or and that movie with Ryan Reynolds, buried. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and we need to cobble together a story somehow. That can be good if someone like creative wrote it. But it seems like that's probably not the case. No, yet. they did almost zero job creating any empathy for any of the characters, mm. and it's like they expected us to care that his like guy or his buddy got his legs blown off, and he's like, "But I gotta see my son." And it's like, "Oh, so he has a son, so I'm supposed to give a shit." But yeah, I bear- apparently it made four hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars <laughs> domestic. I thought you were just gonna say four hundred fifty-five dollars. <laughs> I wish. Uh, and I mean, Army Hammer had an executive producer credit. Both of those of things made me laugh out loud. Army playing someone in the army is that fun? Well, it was Marines, but fuck, I, I that's close about enough that too. <laughs> that's that's close enough to be fun. And the thing about him is he's trying so hard to become like he would kill for a superhero role. He would kill for yeah. like I don't even know like a uh, anything like something where you get nominated. Like Call Me by Your Name was the only thing he's ever done that didn't get completely ripped apart and panned. <laughs> that, that's actually accurate. Yeah, because like he's a nothing. Yeah. In Social Network. That was all Eisenberg. Yeah, that's true. And that Indian guy. He's alright, though. He is in a lot of turkeys, but... I, I like I think, him. Yeah, he, but somehow he's he hated by everybody in Hollywood. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Everyone's like, what the fuck? He is like the heir to the arm and hammer fortune. Army hammer. Like, it's that much of a... 
Like, that's, that's real. He's the... So he doesn't need he, to do anything. Yeah, he's on. he was born on Doe Island. So people probably just hate him for that. But I mean, as we discussed last week, I don't hate the Lone Ranger. He's, uh, does gives a competent performance as the Lone Ranger. Uh, I almost jogged into him once in Los Angeles. <laughs> a good job. He lives across the street from me. That's fun. Which I thought was kind of funny. Um, what other turkeys? Paddleton? That's, that's all. Paddleton is what I wanted to hit next, yeah. We both watch this, folks. This is a you're good... Get, you're getting this from all sides. Let me cue up my Paddleton notes. I took Paddleton notes. I have a notes. lot of Paddleton notes. I, yeah. I love anything that the Duplass brothers do, direct or star. I'm yes. a like, total dork for them. I'm going to agree. I'm a big fan. I listened to their audiobook they wrote together. It was very charmed like by it. brothers. I, I think you did as well. I believe I recommended that to you. You did. I'll take that. That, uh, that was a good wreck, and it was a home run. Yeah, they're very... I'm impressed by the their work ethic, actually, which is something I don't say about a lot of people, but especially Mark Duplass. Like, he wrote Paddleton. He's in this. He makes that Room 104 show, like, writes almost every episode yeah, of that. Yeah, Puffy Chair, Jeff Who Lives at Home, Cyrus, all solid, good cast, yeah. good script, good direction, good... Just solid, solid stuff. Yeah. Their stuff's always at least, like, interesting. You can always, like, see yourself in one of the characters and be like, oh, I get this. This is, this is a fun little indie but uh paddleton big sob story like right from the jump it starts with like him getting like a you're dying diagnosis and i was like i'm in and then like yeah they hooked me with that too i mean we talk duos a lot good duo great duo with duos you know like you look at them then they you hear them exchange back and forth and then you're like you're either in or you're out and i was in for them them like arguing about frozen pizzas. It's like oh, I think I, I think I burned it. <laughs> I think it's still okay to eat. That uh, there's a few good. Li- I don't want to ruin it because this is a movie I recommend. Yeah. The uh, yeah like it was yeah just a weird like slow indie. It's just like two weird sad dudes just like talking about interesting things for most of it. I Like I said the other day, it's Lonesome Jim meets Sideways. If people haven't seen Lonesome Jim with Casey yeah. Affleck before he became more famous. When he was Casey Affleck, when he was Casey Affleck. Like when it was yeah. just Ben Affleck's little brother trying to do his thing. Mm. Before he got like directing stuff and uh, yeah. fucking, you know what I'm thinking of. Mm. Manchester by the Sea and this is you know getting handsy with women on set which oh. is my favorite thing I, that sucks by the way yeah. stop that stuff um come on case but yeah. i thought it was somehow as funny as lonesome jim and as not quite as dark but like it it was it did a good job like in terms of a buddy comedy like sideways mm. with the journey involved yes and it didn't have that alexander payne pretentiousness that i that can kind of be obnoxious like how like i don't really enjoy any of his other movies except sideways yeah that's like, fair actually what's that one with george clooney on the beach that was so fucking insufferable oh the descendants i saw that in the theater that movie got nominated for academy awards that movie is like unwatchable and yeah, it's got I, Matthew I, Lillard in like the fourth lead. <laughs> Actually, that's not a knock against it. That's dope, but it's a waste of his talent. He should be in something better. But My yeah, the parents are going to be so pissed. <laughs> or scream. I'll be right back. No, but that's a perfect. Uh, this movie meets that movie, Sideways and Lonesome Jim. That's how I hooked you with it. Yeah, that sold me immediately. Peter I, Travers I is going to steal that and use it in his fucking review. I love how they wrap the movie up with a Marguerite Moreau cameo 
that Who, babe that? from What Had American Summer. Did you oh know yeah, that, that, yeah, I yeah. Thought that was cool too. Like, Ooh, I, I didn't know her name. That's a good pull. She's I'm a big fan. Really of her. pretty, and I think she's talented. And they don't really put her in a lot of stuff. And I thought it was yes. cool that they gave her like a little. I'm very little on board something. with that. And she was also in the Mighty Ducks franchise. So, I mean, my love for her knows no bounds. Yeah. I also thought one of the the women from Transparent had a little cameo at one point. Women in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Look up, at you being PC. <laughs> That's an up top. Uh, but yeah, and I was just like, oh, look, the Dupless throwing uh, this woman some work. I, was I appreciate by that. It. Yeah, she's, ta- she's good too. And she was good on Transparent. I stopped watching Transparent but only oh, yeah. because they got rid of Tambor. And like, I, I'm sure he was a jerk too. But not Even before that, that show just went on for too long and lost the plot. I used to like it. Like the first season or maybe even two of that show was good. And then it just fucking went to shit. Transparent, I'm saying. Yeah, I really, really, really liked um, uh, Paddleton. And, like, uh, Duplass and I I thought it was great. Although it kind of, like, dipped a bit towards the end. Although that's spoiler-free, but, yeah, it's got some poignancy. I cried a little bit. Did you really? I did. You're a sob sob story. It's great. (laughs) Sob story, Scotty. I liked uh, them as a duo. I love a good movie cry, folks. It happens. Would you agree that it's easy to suspend disbelief about, like, their disparity in age? Because, like, it's clear that, like... Mark Duplass is like our age and Ray Romano is like our dad's yeah. age. Yeah, it was because they don't tell you at the beginning. At first I was like, are they brothers? What's going on here? But then they're just neighbors. So it I makes like how it, when they were just in like the hospital weird. or whatever, he's like, I'm his neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I live right above him. And the whole bit with Ray Romano, uh, he's like, he's like, I got this great, uh, got this, if I was ever a coach of a football team, I got this great oh. speech that would motivate them, like a great halftime speech. It's like, there's no halftime speech. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good, like, running gag. And then, like, they show him practicing it in the bathroom at one point. It's funny. Uh, Alex Lamont directed it. Yeah, who is he? What does he do? He did Blue Jay with Sarah Ooh, Paulson. And, and um, the Douglas. I like that. Yeah. Icy I, Boring, as we'd say. I thought it was very good. Mm. And I like Ray Romano a lot. I read one of his books, Everything in a Kite, years ago. That is such a, like... gave it to me. That's such, like, a 90s comedy guy book title. It was funny. I mean, I'm a fan. I never watched Everybody Loves Raymond, but I like his his weird indie work he's doing these days. Yeah, and he's good. Uh, he's popping up as like the sad dude in movie, like The Big Sick. I thought he was good in that, and something else I can't. Wait, think is he of. in I'm Dying Up Here as a comedian? Maybe? Oh no, I'm thinking of um, vinyl. Maybe he was on vinyl. He was on vinyl. <laughs> the guy uh, he did some decent work on vinyl. Brad Garrett is on. I'm dying up here. Oh shit! So it's funny they both got work at the same time. Good for um, them. Although vinyl got axed. I like to think that like the way they handle finding out their friend is getting cancer is how we would handle it. Mm. And like I like how they say I love you to each other. I don't think we say that enough. Yeah. Was a thought that I had while watching it. I love you very that. much. Love you, bud. Um. Yeah, I was similarly charmed in that scene. Spoiler free. Yeah, it was great. Highly yeah, recommended. That... It's on Netflix right now. Yeah, Let's... Paddleton. I feel like no one is talking about this movie besides us. Not even like online chatter. Well, and now it's taking off. I, yeah. I actually saw it. <laughs> and now it's trending because of this episode. Motherfucking worldwide. Did they cancel I'm togetherness? Huh? Did they cancel togetherness? Oh, yeah. That got canceled a while back. That was a, a good show. But HBO kept them on board with Room 104, which I think is considerably cheaper to produce, considering every episode takes place in the same room. But um, 
that's a show that I enjoy. I don't always watch it, and I turn off a bunch of episodes. Some of them you can just tell it's going to be a snoozer, but some of them are really cool, like Twilight Zone, Black Mirror-y type, uh, messed up stuff, Room 104. Yeah, there's a few that are really good. Yeah. There's a few that suck, and it's... There's one about two guys, like, willingly cutting each other's dicks off and eating them. Thought you might bring that up. It's insane. <laughs> like, it's it's a must-see. I can't remember which episode it is, but it's somewhere in season two of Room 104. If that sounds like something you might be interested in, check it out, folks. I thought we were going to do that after the show today. What? Cut each other's dicks <laughs> off. Oh, fuck. I fucking spoiled it. That was going to be a surprise for next week. The new team. Hi, we're on Transparent now. Fucking callbacks, wowing the fans. Let's see, what other notes do I have here? I've just Turkey looked through words. my notes. They're all gone. I've used everything. They're all gone. I got something here. What do you got? Hold on, hold on. Hold what on. do you got? Also, transparent-wise, we talked about the Cameo app before, which is like D to Z-list celebrities. I just well, downloaded the app, Reveal. Yeah, they'll make videos for you for a certain amount of money. Angst treated us to some Dean Kane and... Uh, He's on the other one, actually. Oh, okay. But same but idea. You're getting Dean Kane types. Caitlyn Jenner is on this service for $1,000. And? It's just... You're acting like that's too much. <laughs> Just imagine spending a thousand dollars to get a video of Kate and being like, "Hi, how we doing?" Right, baby. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, baby. And then it's just like, oh, that, there's a thousand dollars. It just uh, seems insane. I just and ate, having having ate said my that, credit card bill. It feels like I should have spent it on <laughs> Caitlin instead. Money more well spent. But having said that, I do think we should get Vito to record something for us for fun. Vito from The Sopranos. Because he's on there. We've discussed this. We're going to get in there. Dopely. Did I just hit that post unintentionally? I was thinking, like it. do you remember what your first turkey was? My whole life? Yes. Because I, I was remembering, I, I was talking about Batman and Robin with somebody the other day. And I was talking about In the how, theater, you mean? Yeah. And that, uh, that was the first movie that I saw... Like, back when you're a kid, every movie is great, basically. I was going to say, when you're a kid, you don't really have a concept for a movie being a piece of shit. Yeah, and then I saw Batman and Robin, and I distinctly remember being, like, talking with someone after and being like, like, that was not good? Like, huh? Like, why Why wasn't that good? It was... It's yeah, that puzzling. movie is a real stinker. Yeah, my world was opened up that day when I was like, oh, a, a turkey. Movies can be bad, huh? Interesting. Yeah, I can't remember mine. This would have been something that would have, like, let's think about this and then retouch on it next week when I actually have had a thought about it. Yeah. Your first turkey. Fans, if you want to write in to us somehow, we should get, like, an email. Um, or, or, like, a Twitter or something. How about I something. make one? Yes. Let's see what's available. Yeah. Some, some way for the fans to contact us. I'll set one up. Kid, no doubt. Um, also, last night, I I fell asleep watching it, but I put on the Ken Jeong Netflix special. Because, as I've said in the past, I don't respect I, my I own time. It. I watched it. It was funny. I act like I'm going to okay. live forever watching things like this. Ken Jeong. But yeah, it actually had a couple laughs. He, he's mainly just like, he's not doing traditional stand-up. He's just like talking about his life. 
with the occasional bit. But, uh, I don't know. It was fine. I don't know. I can't recommend it. That would be fucked up. Someone and already has enough podcast. Bastards. What about know. Reveal's podcast? Remember? We're, we're rebranding, potentially. I don't want to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> okay. We're unrebranding. <laughs> but, uh, enough podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Enough pod? Yeah. That's the thing. I hate Gmail. I'm going to do enough underscore podcast. Enough podcast at AOL.com. Holy shit. Can't do underscores. Either way, I'm having an episode. Going to need to use the facilities. I have to... Is it diarrhea? I'm not sure what it's going to be yet. (laughs) Either way... um, Diarrhea episode part two. Diarrhea episode part two. I think we've said it all. Have we said it all? How, how long have we gone? About, it's about an, almost an hour. Okay, like. that seems fair. Ish. That's an episode. I have more, but we'll just save boom, it for next week. Boom, that's an episode. Uh, I went through all my notes. I'm being selfish, but I'm also... Bing, bang, boom. Unless you want to carry it while I'm in the bathroom for 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have the power for that. All right, so... See, let's wrap it up. Let me cue up our closing tune. I'm supposed to do that seamlessly without... And folks, this episode was brought to you by John from Cincinnati. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Home run. Don't even say anything else. And showmanship. That's it for me. (laughs) I'm out of here. Alright, folks. uh, Follow us on Instagram at Skip Seasoned. And I'm going to promote my personal at Ankner. A-N-K-N-E-R. Uh, I'm packing up my game and I'm a head out west. We're real quick. We're coming quick. Scripts and 